Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Uguli. And today I have another interesting guest. She's into broadcasting. She's a motivational speaker. Her name is Imani Capri. Imani, thank you for joining me on the program. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here with you. It's my pleasure. So Imani, typically I allow my guests do the introduction, the proper introduction because it's better to hear from the horse's mouth. <laughs> However, before I push that over to you, mm -hmm. I want to remind those people listening to this program right now, those listening through podcasts and those watching via YouTube. So please remember to share this message, share this video to all your networks, because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Promise me you guys will share it. I know you will. Thank you so much for that. So Imani, thank you for joining me on the program. My listeners are eager to know who you are and what you do. Thank you. So uh, first of all, John, thank you for the invitation to join you on your show. I'm super excited to be here and I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have and how we may impact lives and help people. Again, my name is Imani Capri. I am an on-air radio personality, empowerment speaker, published author, Reiki practitioner, what else? Life coach. And I just love like using my voice and sharing my story to help people uh, transform trauma okay. and to also, you know, help people remember or get in touch with their greatness and, and live that out in the world. So I currently host two radio shows on 95.9 FM WOVU based out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. The first show that I host is called Conversations in Courage that airs on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, that's the show where I interview interesting people who are doing positive things with the courageous spirit all over the world. Then I host another show on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Truth Be Told. And that show is dedicated to shifting the culture and conversation around sexual assault, abuse, rape, domestic violence, human trafficking, and all related issues to one of healing, education, empowerment, and transformation. So you can hear either of those shows on wovu.org online, or you can download the WOVU app available on your Google and Apple app stores if you ever want to tune in. Uh, and I'm just super grateful to be able to, you know, be living in what I feel is uh, part of my purpose and serving people through using my voice. And of course, I, I recently had the honor of participating in the very first Power Voice 2020 Ooh. online <laughs> summit uh, that was sponsored by Mr. John Tallarico and the greatest motivational speaker on the planet, Mr. Les Brown, our mentor. Wow. Um, so this is just an exciting journey. It is, it is, it is. You've got, you've got a very interesting portfolio there, you know, <laughs> you know, topping it with being one of the mentees of the greatest motivational speaker in the world. That's yes. Les Brown. That's an honor. You it know, is. it is. I'm so glad to know people like you and I appreciate the work you are doing. You are doing a phenomenal job. I oh, like that. You. So keep doing what you're doing. The world needs you more right now. 
Thank okay. you. I feel the same. I feel the same. Like the whole way that we came to meet one another was through the Power Voice program. Right. And I look forward to having you join me on Conversations and Courage as well. Um, you know, now is the time for voice, excuse me, now is the time for voices of courage and hope and strength and determination and, you know, letting people know that obstacles are opportunities for us to right. win. Right. But it's all about our perspective. It's That's all about right. our perspective. Yeah. That's right. That's true. Um, I like that. So I would like to ask you now, you love to help people get in touch with their greatness. What led you into, you know, going, you know, choosing that niche? Because you are a broadcaster. There are several things you could do. You know, what, what made you go into helping people get unstuck and discovering who they truly are? So I love that question. That's a great question. You know, when I was in college, I majored in broadcast journalism. Okay. Um, I've always had, I think, a strength for writing, speaking, communicating. And so being a storyteller of sorts right. was something that I thought I was just always supposed to do. And it seemed like at that time when I was deciding what did I want to study, that journalism was just a natural fit. Right. And so I did my bachelor's in broadcast journalism, and then I did a master's right after that in digital storytelling and marketing. And I had some, uh, you know, in-field experience in between and while in between those degrees and while working on both degrees. And I realized that even though I had gained this really awesome skill set through, through uh, attending and completing journalism school, that I didn't want to go the traditional journalist route, that I right. felt like so much of broadcast news, unless you were doing a documentary style type of story, right. is um, reduced to sound bites, right? In, in the mm -hmm. news world, a three minute news story is considered long. Oh, really? So, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and when you explore certain issues, unless you get into special programming, you know, right. investigative journalism or, you know, documentary type journalism, then you get longer type of formats there right. but my personal experience in having lived through almost a decade of childhood sexual abuse and eventually you know becoming buddhist and using my practice of nichiren buddhism to help heal myself and getting into therapy eventually developing the courage to prosecute uh, the person who abused me, who's now serving 20 plus years in prison, this whole journey, and then kind of like healing and reconciling relationships with my parents, with both of my parents, and with my siblings, you know, there was a period of time where I didn't have a relationship with each of my parents for like more than a decade. Mm -hmm. And a similar thing with some of my siblings. And so to make a long story short, it was my healing journey and the different things that I experienced along the way and discovering that I could tell my story and it resonate with right. other people right. made me feel not only one did I find when I shared my story and how I was having breakthroughs, right. not only did I find that to be like healing for myself on one level, but I started to get a lot of feedback from audiences I was speaking to or individuals that I would come in contact with or who might hear me speak somewhere, how much they really were impacted. And I said, you know what, this is, 
I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. More so than like trying to go cover a fire or, you know, some other kind of like traditional news approach. Um, And so just by being true to like sharing my story and looking for different ways and venues through which I could do that, opportunities just started kind of like presenting themselves and attracting themselves to me. So that that's kind of how I ended up (laughs) where I am right now, you know, sharing my story for quite a bit of time led to me being able to contribute part of my story to a book called Things We Haven't Said, Survivors of Sexual Assault Speak. And in sharing part of my story in that book, it's actually a collection of survivor stories that was intended to be for like teenagers. Yeah. And so through contributing part of my story to that book, I eventually was approached about creating Truth Be Told, that radio okay. show, to help co-create that with someone else who had um, contributed to the book. Oh, okay. And things would just so happen once we got into the radio station and developed that show, then the general manager at that time, because WOVU is a new station, a relatively new station here in Cleveland, a new FM station, he was looking for great content, period. Right. So, you know, me having a broadcast background and then it was like, oh my God, like that's that's come that's, in here and create. Like you could just create. We need great content. What do you want yeah, to create? That's the perfect person for it. Yeah. And so conversations and courage was eventually born out of that, you know. So finding your purpose is I think one of the most important things we can ever do in life. That's I remember. Uh, I remember talking with a mentor in my early 20s and him saying to me that until you know your purpose, all other knowledge is useless, that you must first pray to understand why am I here? Like, what am I supposed to be doing or giving with my life? And once you start to get clear on that, then everything else kind of starts to fall in place and make sense. Right, right, right. That that makes a whole lot of sense. And I, I truly agree with you on that um well i want to say you have been through a lot and you don't even look it but <laughs> thank god i don't <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, you yeah. are a strong woman thank you yeah uh for my listeners out there it's still imani capri this is a strong woman who has been a lot and i know her story resonates with so many people out there and she She's more than willing to assist people who have been through similar situations. Am I right, Imani? Oh, yeah. This is this is why I share. You know, I've been uh, blessed the last few weeks to have been a guest on a number of podcasts. And I just love sharing my story because like what I want people to understand is that, you know, no matter what you've gone through, my particular challenge happened to be, you know, childhood sexual abuse, right? but your obstacle could have been something totally different. Right. I feel like my message is that when you are willing to be courageous to take on your own healing and make the changes that you need to make for yourself inside of your life, not waiting for other people to apologize to you or waiting for other people to give you permission to do that for yourself. Right. You know, when we each have the courage to change, everything else will change. Everything, everything else has to change when we have the courage to change. Right. Hence, which is why a lot of my brand and business 
is focused around courage, right? The LLC, I forgot to say this in my little bio, but I also own my own empowerment company called the Courage to Change Total Life Empowerment. Okay. And so, you know, one thing that Buddhism, practicing Nichiren Buddhism and chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo has taught me is that so much of what we experience in our life is really created from the inside out. And the relationship or lack of relationship that we have with ourselves and the quality of that relationship is really the blueprint for what we will experience in our physical environment. So if there's something in your life that you don't enjoy or that you want to enhance, the way to either change or enhance that is to work on yourself, to do the inner work inside your own life. You know, um, we can't change the reflection in the mirror by trying to wipe the booger off the nose on the mirror. We yep. have to wipe it off our own nose and then it disappears. I mean, I know that's kind of Absolutely. a gross example, but I think it's one everybody can kind of relate to, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So um, my message is just, if you have the courage to ask for help, and do your own healing journey, there is nothing, and I mean nothing in your life that you cannot uh, win over or transform. You know, it's it, sometimes we just need to have a little courage to ask for help Absolutely. and start that journey, whatever, you know, and our journeys may all be different. Your healing journey and my healing journey don't have to be the same, but- Absolutely. If we have the courage to take that on, you know, one person changing him or herself can change the whole world. So imagine if we have many people who are courageous to make healthy, positive change, how that will transform our world. That's true. That's true. And um, uh, Chris Jamie said, choose a, li- a purpose to serve, not a lifestyle to lead. And you have chosen a very good purpose in life. Your voice is currently being heard all over the place. I want you to keep doing what you're doing, um, Imani. You're Thank doing you. a fantastic job. So I would like to ask you, what challenges did you face when trying to get back on your feet? You know, after all the, you know, after all the trouble you went through, mm-hmm. what challenges? I know it was a bit difficult for you to overcome those things. Mm-hmm. I have women all over the place, you know, with just two boys and four girls in my house, mm-hmm. my mom, my wife. So I have six women in total in my life. Mm-hmm. I know what it means for a woman to be hurt. Yeah. So how how did you manage to overcome all this? I know strong, you said you used the uh, Buddhism. Mm-hmm. A strong, yeah. consistent. Yeah, so, but what about for those women? I'm just asking this question because there are so many women out there who are currently listening to this program mm-hmm. uh, who might not, you know, they might not uh, have that religious background. They might not believe in going the religious route. So do you have an alternative means for them to overcome challenges like that? So please the tell first- Yeah, the first thing, uh, thank you for the question, John. The first thing is you have to be willing to be honest with yourself, right? And, and, And be okay with admitting to yourself maybe that you're not okay. Like it's okay to not be okay. Okay, right. 
And that was really kind of like the first place I had to start. Now, I was one of those people that I think from a young age, I was really groomed to be a high achiever. And so a lot of my functioning or coping with my trauma, you know, my distraction was staying busy. It wasn't drugs. It wasn't alcohol. It was throwing myself into having every minute of my day consumed with some type of activity so that I didn't have enough time to really sulk or feel my feelings okay. until I eventually had a nervous breakdown at the age of 24. And that was, I like to call that breakdown my breakthrough because okay. for an entire week, I had to be in a hospital, in a psych ward, in a hospital. Um, in that time, you know, I couldn't distract myself with activities. I had to sleep. Right. I wasn't doing a lot of I had to sleep. I had to, you know, eat three regular good meals. Right. I did, uh, you know, art therapy and like other things. In some ways, it was kind of like a vacation right. for my life. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Like I had to go crazy for a week in order to take a vacation. Right. Yeah. But what that what that time showed me was that. I had to be honest with myself about what I was feeling. And sometimes our feelings can be so heavy and so difficult that we feel like we can't acknowledge that by ourselves. Like it's too much. Right. Right. But I think if we can start with first being honest with ourselves, you know, asking yourself a couple of key questions. First of all, are you happy? Are you really happy? Are you living a life that feels like it's the life you want to live? Or is is that life that you're maybe living, has it been shaped and molded to accommodate the expectations of other people, which may have nothing to do with what really makes you happy? Right. You know, and so I would say if, if your first two answers to those questions are no, then you should take some time to really reflect, well, why is that? And what do I need? What do I need in order to feel happy, in order to feel good about myself and good about my life? And then from there, I think it's so important to seek help. We are not in this life alone. And yeah. oftentimes, you know, the 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 hustle that some of us fall prey to is isolation and thinking yes. that we are alone or thinking that I'm the only one who's gone through this or so. And oftentimes you're not, but what I've found is that if you have just a little, you know, courage, I think the Bible says, Bible says uh, something along the lines of like a, a, a mustard seed size of faith is right. like all you need, right? If you have just a little bit of courage, a little bit of faith to reach out and just say, Hey, I'm not okay. I need some help, whether it's to a family, a friend, you know, asking them to help you find, you know, some, some therapy, right? What that can start to do, even though it can put us in a space of feeling really vulnerable and it might be scary. What I have found for myself is that every time I've kind of taken that risk, I've been able to discover community. Okay. And that that community for everything. There is. And so, but sometimes you have to just, you know, seek it a little bit or put it out there. But the first thing is, is getting real with yourself, like assessing where you are, 
shutting out kind of like the voices and energy pull from any and everybody else in your life and just having some moments with yourself and really asking yourself, like, am I happy? Am I even living a life that feels like it's the right fit for me? And if it's not, then you have to kind of start exploring like, well, why is that? You know, why is it? What is it maybe that I've been avoiding or blocking? You know, in my case, I felt like once I was physically removed from harm's way, right, I could just press forward. And many for for quite some time, that's what I did. You know, working two jobs, working on my bachelor's at the same time as working on two jobs and you know, salsa dancing was another one of my outlets. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that's a good oh, escape so, route, you know. Yeah. But before you do all that, mm-hmm. you need to have asked those major questions that you highlighted previously. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want a temporary solution. That's right. Yeah, because salsa dancing, yes, that's good. Dancing in general, that's a good escape route. But that should be something you do when you have identified the corrective and preventive measures of that and 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 let's keep it all the way a thousand john every thing is a temporary solution until you get to the real nitty-gritty with yourself right i don't care what you put on top of it you could put millions of dollars uh beautiful homes all kinds of relationships you can put all kinds of things on top of that but if you are not being honest with yourself about right. what you really feel, right. about what you believe about you, yeah, and, it, and if some of those things that you feel or what you believe are toxic, right. or painful, or unhealed, they will find a way to find you. If you Absolutely. don't, if you yes. don't address it, <laughs> it will come up through everything you build on top of it right. and be right in your face until you address it you know so being learning how to be honest with ourselves i think is the first important step and then seeking help to to go on that start that healing journey is important right Right. thank you so much for those nuggets it's still imani capri on the on the on the program so if you're listening right now imani just listed some very important points, especially for those people who have been through abuse, those people who have been through things that they never expected. The first thing she said is, you have to be honest with yourself. Honesty plays a major role. Then you need to ask yourself questions like, am I living the life of my choice or a life that is expected of others? So you have to know if you are happy. Your happiness is what matters. Am I right, Imani? You are. And another thing I think I would like to share, John, is that, you know, oftentimes when we have been wronged or abused or mistreated, we can sometimes get stuck in wanting and it's stuck in waiting for someone to apologize. Absolutely. Right? That's true. And then our life kind of just stagnates, right? But right. one of the things that I had to learn was that my healing was my responsibility. Right. And while I did not excuse the behavior of people who failed to protect me or who failed to do right by me, what I decided to do or not do with what I experienced was completely up to me. And, you know, my grandmother told me one time, you know, how powerful and important forgiveness is. And when she told me, I really didn't want to hear it. 
I really was in a space like, you know, I don't understand how your daughter, my mother, you know, could could betray me in this way by choosing her husband over choosing me, knowing that he abused me. You know, and my grandmother said, I understand, you know, but but you in your own way have to find forgiveness, not for the other person, but for you to free yourself up, you know, and I never forget her telling me it's the person who who holds the grudge the longest is the one who suffers the most. Right. Because you'll be holding a grudge while someone else who you feel has wronged you, betrayed you, whatever. They may not even be thinking about that or have moved on with their life. And you're right. you're you're stuck on that, not moving forward, not living free inside your own life. So I just want to say, you know, if there is something difficult you have experienced and you have not found a way to make peace with it for yourself, you don't need anybody else's permission to do that. Right. Help yourself, free yourself by giving yourself the permission to heal and move forward and in your own time and space exploring what forgiveness looks like for you not necessarily for the other person but when I practiced that John when I really decided to to do that everything in my life changed like my mother ended up coming back into my life now granted it took like 10 11 years for me to get to that place but once I got to that place you know both of my parents kind of came both of my biological parents came back into my life and they were ready to heal and reconcile and apologize and i'm super proud to say you know like my mother and i have a phenomenal relationship today you know she divorced her ex now he's her ex-husband but the person okay. who abused me he's in prison you know my he father deserves, he deserves even way yeah. more than that my uh my biological father passed away last year, but the beautiful thing is that my my father and I had done so much healing work together over the last 17 or so years that when he passed away, we did not have one unresolved issue, not one, you know? So I share all of that just to say, if I can do it and, you know, like I don't consider myself different from anybody else. I think the results that we each get in our life comes from how committed and dedicated are we to our own happiness, our own healing, and then trying to find a way to serve other people. When you serve other people, you expand your life. If you make your life all about you, your life will be very small, right? So um, I share that to just encourage people like you can transform and change anything. If you decide that's, that that's what you want to do. That's true. That's absolutely true. I like that. You know, that's why I love that um, quote by um, Chris Jamie that says, choose a purpose to serve, mm-hmm. not a lifestyle to live. Mm-hmm. And you're doing great. You're a strong woman. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And they say adversity is what brings out the superhero in us. Yeah. So don't let anything weigh you down. Mm-hmm. The first thing is to accept the fact that you've been hurt or you're going through problems, but you shouldn't get stopped there. You should seek help whenever and wherever help is needed. Mm-hmm. Do not allow anybody talk you out of seeking help. That's because right. that is the first problem a lot of people go through. Mm-hmm. You should have somebody you confide in, somebody you can always speak with. You know, they are networking, you know, thank God for the internet these days. There are yeah. so many networking groups out there so many people you can run to 
please, if you're listening to this program, if you're going through any form of problem, be it depression, be it any form of abuse, have someone to confide in, speak with somebody, because that might just be the reason your life will be saved. Yeah. Am I right? You're totally right. And if it's okay for me to share one more thing. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, one thing that I learned and I, I want to encourage your listeners to maybe consider is that sometimes, you know, the very crap that we go through in our lives has the ingredients of our purpose contained in it, Absolutely. right? There's there's a metaphor in Nichiren Buddhism <clears throat> that draws upon the lotus blossom. And the lotus flower is, I think, the only flower in the world that blossoms and drops seeds at the same time. Okay. One thing that's really powerful also about lotus blossoms is that they grow in these murky, muddy swamps. And it's said that the more muddy the swamp, the more beautiful the lotus blossom that comes forward, right? And why is that? Because the more mud that's in that swamp, it's said that the more mud there is, the more nutrient dense. There are more nutrients in that muddy, ooky stuff, right? right? So when we think about our lives, you know, our our mud is all the obstacles right. and challenges that we may face, right? Yeah. But if we have the courage to face them, not avoid them, but to face them and to do the work inside of ourselves to understand what these challenges are about and how they can add value. I always would ask myself, what is this here to teach me or how can I use this to add value to myself and others? Those are two key questions that have really helped me throughout my life. Yeah. And it's helped me to shift my perspective. That's the key thing. If you can start looking at the mud in your life as not just mud, but actually the nutrients that maybe the divine God of your understanding help put in your life to help propel you forward, to bring out that superhero self. Yeah. That's a big, that will begin to shift a lot of things in your life too. Then you start pulling in the other help that you need to kind of, you know, do that refining process. And what do we always see in the superhero stories? There's usually a training time. Yes. (laughs) That, you know, Clark Kent or whomever has to go through. Uh, we look at black Panther, right? There was kind of a training period, you know, that that he had to go through before he was really ready to fully step into the full strength and power of his superhero self. I think that's true for all of us. So seek out those mentors, you know, consume things that will feed a perspective that helps lift you up, not tear you down. Right. Also just keep in mind that you know, everything we go through in life has a purpose, even if we can't necessarily see it or feel it at the time, but that inside of all of our life experiences exist the seeds for our beauty, our courage, our strength, our greatness, our purpose. We just might have to dig or get a little help or, you know, consume certain things spiritually, emotionally, mentally to help us shift our perspective and then activate that superpower. That's that's right. Imani Capri is still in the building. Okay, Imani, I'm going to ask you another question. Now it's going to it has this question has to do with uh, the paradigm shift in the world right now due to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, what's your advice for people who have lost loved ones? 
people who have lost their jobs, business owners that are no longer in business. So what advice do you have for those people? The first thing I would want to say is that anyone who has lost a loved one during this time or lost a source of income, my heart and, and compassion and prayers are with you. Um, these are very challenging times in which we find ourselves. And when we live in a climate that sometimes seems like it can be lacking compassion, it right. makes it that much more difficult. The first thing I would say is take a moment and, and, and try to tune into what you have to still be grateful for. You know, and if you are able to breathe, that's something to be grateful for. Yeah. If you still have a place that you can live in food or a support system, that's still something to be grateful for. You know, yes. when we slow down and we take time to kind of just inventory the things that we still have to be thankful for, it's, it, it, it is the beginning of kind of reminding us that no matter what we go through, there is still a level of grace and abundance that we have access to. Right. And I know sometimes when it seems like everything is not going in the direction that you may want or desire, it's so hard. It's so hard to um, draw on gratitude or to even tap into that vibration. I remember times in my life where I, it was very difficult, you know? So the first thing I would say is just take some time to breathe and take some time to really think about what are the things that I have I, I still have to be grateful for. And then from there, you know, it's important what you feed your mind, just like we have to feed our bodies certain things to keep our, ourselves healthy, right. and able to function and perform at a high level. What we feed ourselves mentally is equally as important. What we feed ourselves spiritually is equally important. So I would encourage people to listen to things or consume things that energetically help pull them up. You know, turn off the news for a little while. Do a yeah. news fast. You know, right. unfortunately, I can't do that too much because I have to stay on top of yeah. you know, what's going on to have things to talk about on the air. But, you know, create, always make time to create the balance that you need to be okay. Because right. if, if we are not okay and don't fill our own cups up first, we don't have anything to give anybody else. So finding the ways to take care of yourself is really, really important. Gratitude and then starting to look at what is what is it that I need to be okay? Those would be my two, I guess, tips. Yeah, those, those, those are great tips. Yeah, those are great tips. So if you're listening to the program right now, um, if you're going through any challenges, any difficulties, if you've lost loved ones, if you do not have a job, if your business is going through um, turmoil, just remember that so many people slept last night and couldn't see daylight today. You are alive. That's why you're listening to this program right now. You still have a chance to start all over. My favorite quote is a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. 
The next best time is now. So it is never too late for you to get started. If we, if everybody starts to talk about their problems, trust me, you would realize that your problem is not even a problem. My heart goes out to those people who have lost loved ones. I know how difficult that could be. But remember, they are resting in peace. They are in a world that is free from chaos right now. They, they are not experiencing any form of pains, no form of heartbreaks, nothing of that sort. So it is left for you who is still alive to take care of yourself because that's what they would be happy about to see that you know that they are fine wherever they are. So take care of yourself. If you must do anything, do things that are purposeful things that would be used to remember those people. You could start a charity organization in their name. Just do, choose a purpose to serve in their name. Don't hurt yourself. Do not hurt yourself because life itself is borrowed. We all have a mission to serve in this life. So do your part, stay safe, take care of yourself. I know it hurts. It really hurts. We all have lost one person or the other at a point in our lives, but we must move on. We have to move on. Do not think about taking your own life because that's not a solution to the problem. Whoever is gone is resting in peace. That person knows no pain, nothing. Trust me on this. So take care of yourself and do things like what Imani said, be intentional about the things you absorb. Be intentional about the things you listen to, the things you, you do. Things that would cause negativity in your life, stay away from them. Always stay around positive things. Stay around people who would lift you up. I think, um, you know, a couple of practical things people can also do too, you know, spend as much time in nature. Right. As you can getting sunlight, fresh air, exercising, you know, uh, on truth be told, we have a, a therapist that's part of our, our host, my co host actually, uh, for truth be told and one thing that she shared with us is 30 minutes of exercise per day has the same effect on the body as like a full dose of an antidepressant. Wow. So that's something, you know, practical that people can take away and use. You know, one thing, as I mentioned, you know, my father passed away a, a year ago, October last you year. So rest in perfect. Thank you. You know, and that's losing a parent is definitely different from other types of losses. But one way that I have stayed connected with my father's spirit, you know, different places in my house, I've put up like a little picture of him right. and little mementos of things that might used to be his or like maybe a little small urn with some of his ashes and a candle. And every day I walk past there, they, there's like a couple of places in my house where I have things like that for him. And I walk past them every day. So I'd be like, Hey dad, what's going on dad? Right. Let me tell you what happened today, dad. Like, and, and yeah. ironically enough, John, in quiet moments, I could hear my dad like talk to me in my heart Absolutely. or in my thoughts or maybe have a dream about him. Right. So it's like, 
I have found another way to still have a relationship with my father's spirit, like on the other side. And I think sometimes if we are open to doing little small things like that, we don't necessarily realize how powerful that is to help us stay connected, to help us kind of pull ourselves up out of feeling depressed about whatever it is that we think that we've lost, you know, but Anytime when there's big changes, there's also an opportunity to create a new, you know, so if you're, right. who's, if you're someone who's lost a job, apply for other jobs, or if you have a dream or a goal or a passion that you put on the back burner and you need to maybe take some classes or invest in some personal development to kind of pick back up with that dream or goal, do it. You know, like our mentor, Les Brown says, don't let all of your gifts die with you. Right. Rob the grave of <laughs> every one of your desires, passions, wonderful, crazy ideas <laughs> that you still have the opportunity in life to work out. Don't let those things go to the grave with you, you know, and then re consume great content. Like great content is everything like listening to this podcast you know, Les Brown has a new book out called You Gotta Be Hungry. Yes. Great, phenomenal page turning book, (laughs) you know, but look for things that are going to help pull you up out of low energy, out of depressed kind of feelings. Right. And get outside in nature. I walk a lot and just being outside and getting fresh air just does something for my mood, especially on those days when it's a little more challenging. Yeah, that's a good therapy too. That's a good form of, it's a good form of therapy. I, I, I really would encourage that as well. So Imani, thank you so much. You've been, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank like, you. I've enjoyed every moment and I'm sure my guests, my, I mean, my listeners and my viewers are also having the same thoughts right now. And um, if you're listening, it's high time we let Imani go back to her. Uh, routine and i promise i will bring her again some other time imani i hope when next i call you you would want to come I'm there on. listen <laughs> if you want me on the podcast if you want me to yeah. speak at an event i'm there and uh, i definitely want to get you booked for conversations and courage oh thank if you if i can tell your listeners please find me follow me on social media i am underscore imani capri on instagram the imani capri page on facebook also Thank you so much, John, for the awesome. opportunity. Thank you once again for joining me on the program. And I look forward to having you on the show some other time. Thank you. And to my listeners, remember, please share this message, share this video, share this podcast. Because like I said initially, you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for his or her lifetime to hear this message. Promise me you will do that. You guys have always been doing it, and I know you will continuously do it. Thank you guys once again, and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.